With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In a high-flying, fast-paced league, we're going to go black and white tonight because the stars are out. No Oladipo and no Mitchell. Instead, it's going to be old-school hoops. Half-court execution. Beautiful play out of the free throw. Rubio gets the inbound, jets it ahead to O'Neal, who waits for Rubio, sprints right by him, grabs it, lays it up and in 21 in the first half for Ricky Rubio. Stifling defense. And Neto steals the inbound. Back out to Ingles. Three, this could be big. Bam! Howell Neto steals the inbound, kicks to Ingles. Jazz by 17. Turnovers leading to fast breaks. Stevenson with a loose dribble to the right. We'll take a mid-range fadeaway, no good. Tyson Chandler pushes it off the glass. Picked up by O'Neal, outletting his favors. He catches underneath, hands to A.B. Jackson. And grind it out hoops. Rubio inbounding, five on the shot clock. Gives to Gobert. Gobert puts it on the jack. Drives to the rack oh. and hammered. Oh, my goodness. And then sprints back defensively to cut off Fox. It's the Jazz and the Pacers. Tip-off is now. David, well, what, what I'm looking for, David, is the first quarter. I thought we was doing a shoot-around report. I guess we're not going to do right, that. All right, you're absolutely right. My fault. I stole you a shoot-around report. <laughs> well, Ron Boone, we'll, give me the shoot-around report before you tell me what you're looking for. <laughs> okay. There's a few things that are very important, I think, the Jazz. They want to be ready for the, the, that overplay in the, in the center position. They're really going to exaggerate the overplay, try to force left. They want to body up baseline. They were beaten a couple of times in the game one going back door so they're going to body up and lock in and make sure that doesn't happen and the big thing it says their our bigs must outrun their bigs so and getting back something that rudy did very well against the sacramento kings last night so bonus will come off the bench but he's a really big time player that probably doesn't get all the recognition he deserves Pacers are in a bright yellow uniform. Jazz are in a purple uniform with the same color yellow as the Pacers as their numbers and lettering. So Jazz in the old school purple. Here's Royce O'Neal, hands to Ricky Rubio coming off a brilliant first half the other night. Terminates his dribble. They're hassling him right away. Pass back up top to Ingles. First play last time, the Jazz committed a turnover that led to a fast break. They don't this time as Ingles takes a high shot off the basket. No good. And the rebound comes down to Gobert. Joe missed that by enough. You almost thought he was passing it to Rudy. Okay, I hope Ricky doesn't pick up his dribble as as quickly as he picked his dribble up then. Well, they get in on you the minute you do. Remember, the first play last game was Favors picked up his dribble and then threw a terrible pass that led to an Ingles easy lay. Or to Ingles that led to a layup the other way. Miles Turner mid-range jumper is good. Indiana has got some good mid-range shooters. They take an awful lot of them. In fact, maybe the most in the NBA. Favors at the corner. Hands it back to Ingles. Left-hand drive. Bounces to Derek. Rumbles through the lane. Gets met by Turner. Hands to Gobert. Misses the one-footer. Jazz has got to get back defensively. Here come the Pacers. Tyreek Evans lines up Royce O'Neal. Evans going to pick up a lot more of the offense without Oladipo. Here's their primary scorer, Bogdanovich. Bounces it out to Thaddeus Young for a mid-range jumper right side. It's good. 
Penetration is such a key, I think, with both teams. When you can break the defense down, you get into the paint, and you have options. Rubio at the top comes off a favors pick, loose with the dribble, has to run it down on the wing. Gives to Derek at the top of the free throw line. He throws a poor pass that's stolen by Evans. Evans going the other way, and there's the turnover and the basket, and the number one team in the league at forcing turnovers over the last 10 games. The Indiana Pacers jumps out early to a 6-2 lead. The starting lineup has struggled. Did not play last night much, but in the last few games has had a hard time. Ingles, left-hand drive with favors, finds Ruby on a curl. Stutter steps his feet, then turns it Oh, he got kicked back out to Ingles, but he got it knocked away and stolen. Pass to Gobert. These guys are defensively active, and here's Collison jumping in the dribbling lane, stealing it. Fast break the other way. Finds Evans at the rim, scoops it off to Turner. He lays it in, and Rubio fouls him. And the turnovers by the Utah Jazz early, exactly as we thought. Not that the Jazz would commit them, that they would be vital, and they certainly have been. Those turnovers lead to transitions, whether it's a three or two. In this case, a three-point opportunity, the old-fashioned way. And Turner makes the free throw. Turner played at Texas for a single season. Well, it's Indiana nine and the Jazz two. Rubio left wing. Top of the key, Gobert. Hands off to Ingles. Stops, kicks to the corner to Favors. Back up to Joe at the top. Swings to Rubio. Collison immediately gets up on him. They're tight defensively. Rubio finds a rolling Favors. He catches, collects, and lays it up and in. Great strength to hold his position and then collect himself to finish. Here's Evans attacking Joe Ingles and a reach-in foul by Joe and a foul. Tyreek Evans, you may recall, was in Sacramento. He won the Rookie of the Year. Do you remember who he beat out for that Rookie of the Year? A sharpshooting guard from Golden State down the road named Steph Curry. Boy, and look at the, the path that both players have taken since then. Huh? Free throw is good by Tyreek. The other one I think that's important on that, actually, just as a memory, is that a lot of people feel like Steph came out of nowhere. Like, not at all. He, was, he, he should have won Rookie of the Year. And they traded Monte Ellis for Andrew Bogut, and the world changed in Golden State. 11-4. Since then, Tyreek's been all over the place. Left side, Joe Ingles. Catch and shoot, open three, got it. Joe's been struggling with the deep threes. Only four of 18 on above the break threes this year. And he brings the Jazz within four, 11-7. Here's Collison, pick and roll, bounces it back to Young. Not a great three-point shooter. And he misses. Rebounds tapped by Favors and run down by Favors in the purple uniform. Old school Jazz throwback. Here comes Ingles. Pick and roll with Derek. That was the Jazz best combination last year. He gives it to Rubio and Rubio turns it over again. Collison to the basket. Layup good. And Ricky Rubio has no pennies, no nickels, no quarters, and no dimes because his pocket's been picked. Well, he keeps... This is a, remember the other ball game uh, a couple of weeks ago where they reach from the backside and come up with a deflection. Collison knows what he's trying to do. Favors right corner, open three, air ball. Loose ball rebound, down on the ground. Royce O'Neal grabs it, kicks it over to Ingles, lobs it high to Gobert, catches and dunks. Nifty dunk by Gobert. The ball was low. He had to hang in the air, catch it down by the belt buckle and bring it all the way back up. 13-9, Jazz withstanding this early surge. Collison has been struggling with his shot recently. Usually a very high percentage shooter. In fact, is often criticized for only taking shots when he's wide open. Right elbow jumper is good. 
been the one criticism. I'm not sure I think it's fair on Collison. Because he won't shoot unless he knows it's going in. There's such a high percentage shooter. Ingles drives the baseline. Turner cuts him off, steals the ball. Outlet pass off Bogdanovich's shoulder goes to O'Neal. Back to Ingles, right corner three, swish. And Joe Ingles is screaming at the official, wanting a call. 15-12, Jazz getting those threes, as we said, and turning it over, as we said. This one's going right to form. Top to Turner. Swings to the corner to Young. Bounce past Bogdanovich off a knee of Joe Ingles and out of bounds. Joe Ingles is still going at the official, and finally the official put his hands up to say, okay, you got me. I think that's Kevin Scott. Scott, yes. Ed Malloy and J.B. DeRosa. Who was... Oh, Opie. That's right. In the old days when I nicknamed people in the WNBA and Ed Malloy worked in the league. Alec Burks comes into the game and immediately trying to guard Bonjanovich gets caught up with him and a foul before the inbound. So that'll be a technical free throw. Bonjanovich stops as, as he's cutting off the screen and like I'd like to see Donovan do sometimes when he's shooting the ball. Alec Burks run up, runs up his backside. Free throw's good. Indiana is a curious team in this day and age. They play the way Nate McMillan wants them to play, but it doesn't match what most people are doing. They're 27th in the league in corner three attempts. They're 26th in the league in all three attempts. Inbound to Young off his hands out of bounds. Snow off the Jazz. Ed Malloy, Tabo Cephalosha pops off the bench. Not sure about that call. And then defensively, they don't do things that make a lot of sense, it seems. Zoning the, the inbounds pass. Yep, Jazz playing their zone defense out of the inbound. They did this to LeBron, and he recognized it. Indiana did not. Five on the clock. Bogdanovich being guarded by Favors. Goes into the teeth of defense, lays it up and in. That's not supposed to happen with the zone. He just went right down the middle. 18-12. Here's Rubio. Turns it over again. Holy cow. Layup the other way is good. Fifth turnover by the Utah Jazz. And Ricky Rubio is incredibly turnover prone early in this game with his third turnover. 20 to 12. Timeout on the floor on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Sound Flash. Quinn Snyder. We have to do a better job spacing regardless of who's out there. That's something that just the focus that we have to have on the offensive end because it's not just running to a spot or you know getting into a spot to run a play. It's, it's a continuous process. Nate McMillan. Well, you got to keep a tight paint there. They do a good job of executing their offense. Uh, they're looking to attack. You know, the lob is a big part of their game. You know, it starts with keeping the ball in front. If you can control the ball, then you can control the lobs and uncontested three-point shots. Nate McMillan, Quinn Snyder, and our New Skin Sound Flash brought to you by New Skin. Crowd sponsor the Utah Jazz. Discover the best of you. Rubio driving to the basket. Caught in the air. Kicks it out to Crowder. Right corner three is wide open, but it's off the back rim. Rebound to Collison. Collison pushes to the front court. Rubio cuts him off. Early post up to Young. Ingles guarding on a mismatch. Young bumps, backs. Crowder comes in doubles. Bounce pass goes by Bogdanovich. He has to dive and save it from going into the backcourt. Does to Evans. Evans guarded by Burks. Will take it off the bounce three that draws iron only. Rebound to Crowder. 20-12, Indiana leads it, 6-11 left. 
Ingles left side. You'll get your three attempts against this team, and Joe gets one here and misses. Just five of 20 this year on above the break threes. 20 to 12. Jazz trail it by eight. Collison, who played at UCLA, went pro unexpectedly, allowed the Bruins to open up a scholarship for Russell Westbrook. Here's Turner in the lane, cut off by Gobert. Thinks better of it, throws a bad cross-court pass. It's stolen by Ingles, and he gets it knocked away by Evans into the front court. Jazz basketball, and they'll get a fresh 21 on the clock as they inbound to the left of their own basket. And there's another time when they reach from the backside and, and come up with a deflection. They clearly teach active hands in a way that you don't see a lot of teams do. Inbound to A.B., Alec had a pretty good game last night. He's trying to regain his stroke. Had a good two-game road trip. O'Neal gives to Rubio. Rubio has three guys on the right side of the floor. Dribbles, comes up the reverse side, draws the foul, and finishes. Joe Ingles is hammering the officials tonight. Well, Rubio just about lost that dribble as well. But that one will count, and it's a free throw coming for Ricky. And talk about it all the time. If Ricky can see the ball go in the basket, it seems to open things up. Well, I'd like to see him get started now. He was working on that shot in pregame. Oh, interesting. It's, it's, it's amazing how shots that guys are concerned with. They certainly can do. They certainly work on it. 20 to 15, Jazz staying within five. Here's Tyreek Evans going at Gobert, then finds a try to find a cutting Turner. Ricochets off Turner back to Evans. Evans played a single year at Memphis. Now attacks Gobert with a spin, and Crowder comes over and steals it. Nice play by Jay. Jay will lead the fast break conservatively to A.B., trailing right down the middle. No good. Wide open threes. The Jazz are getting them. This team allows the second most amount of threes of any team in the league. If you can hit them, you'll beat them. Collison, stutter steps, spins Gobert around. Rudy got back to block the shot. Incredible. Rebound comes out to the Jazz. Crowder gets it on the left side, attacking the 10 misses. Gobert jam follow. Oh, what a sequence for Rudy Gobert. Six points for Rudy. Run the court, outrun their bigs. That's what Quinn Snyder was preaching. Wee, wee, Rudy Gobert. Collison, ball fakes, left side, gives to Turner, top to Evans. Evans at the top, comes off a moving Turner pick. They don't call it. Turner, Evans pulls and hits. Quinn Snyder's hands go up in the air wondering. Let's go back to that block by Rudy. Collison faked him out, spun him around. Rudy stayed with it on the spin, came back and got it off the glass. Rubio, mid-range jumper, not close. Hustles for his own rebound. Throws a behind-the-back save to Gobert. Kicks it out to O'Neal. Up top to Crowder. Crowder driving on Evans. Forgot the basketball. Gives it back to O'Neal. Swings right side to Burks. A.B. behind the back dribble to the basket. Lost it. It goes up to the eighth row in the crowd. It's off the Pacers. Dante Exum and Sabonis will check in. Exum for the Jazz. Sabonis for the Pacers. And Corey Joseph, the University of Texas product via Canada, will come in for the Pacers. Indiana is 30th in allowing threes and 28th in defending them. And yet are still the seventh best defense in the NBA. Seems impossible, right? except for they force all these turnovers. Inbound by to Crowder, gets blocked by Sabonis. Yeah, it only had a split second to get that shot off. So what was Sabonis doing? He played him for the jump shot. He knew he didn't Sabonis, have much time. Sabonis is quickly becoming one of my favorite non-jazz players. He just does everything really well. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, when I watched him at Gonzaga, I didn't, he played so many, so few NBA talent 
I actually thought he was going to have a hard time around the basket against NBA talent. He's not at all. Collison works the left side, gives us a bonus. Fakes giving it back to Collison, then works inside on Gobert and finishes with a left hand against Rudy Gobert. And it all started with a fake handoff to Collison that allowed him to get the angle from the start on Gobert. That's the type of play that Sabonis makes because he's not going to be over the top on you. Crowder, baseline drive on Sabonis, draws the foul, gets to the rim, but they'll call the foul first. Sabonis was originally drafted by the Oklahoma City Thunder. And they traded both Victor Oladipo and Sabonis for Paul George and what everybody thought was a complete steal, and it was for Indiana. He actually was originally drafted by Orlando and traded in that deal for Serge Ibaka to be exact. Here's Dante, right-hand drive, attacking, lobs, favors, dunk. 24-19. The 11th pick. And Nate McMillan wants a timeout. I gotta say, for all the turnovers and the other problems, for the Jazz to still be in contact right now feels all right. Down 24-19, timeout on the floor on the Jazz Radio Network. Look out. He's incredible! Big T is entering the booth. And now, and now, and now, get ready! Thurl Bailey joins Lock and Boo on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. We got three minutes left here. Indiana's by five in the first quarter. Thurl Bailey joins us now from the AT&T Sports Desk, brought to you by Mark Miller. You guys, this league is crazy. So last night, Atlanta brought, lost, broke their, like, whatever, eight million game losing streak against Charlotte. So Charlotte comes out the next night and beats Milwaukee, who's, like, the best team the league's seen in, like, you know, since the Warriors. How does that work? It's NBA. I mean, you're, you're looking at... Every team in the NBA is capable of beating you, David. 24-19, Doug McDermott is in the game. Corey Joseph in for Indiana. That's one of the best benches in the league. Sabonis, mid-range jumper angle right. No good. Rebound comes down to Crowder. That's, if there's a weakness in Sabonis' game, that might be it. That's why Oklahoma City misused him the whole time. He only hits. Here's Crowder. Angle right, swings to AB. Wide open three from the angle left is good. I love catch-and-shoot Alec Burks. Corey Joseph was so far away from Alec Burks that... Well, they overshift to get those turnovers, so if you can move the ball and swing it, you're going to get good looks tonight. That's why they're 30th in the league at allowing threes. Mid-range jumper Joseph up in it. I don't think anyone on either team uses their screens as hard as Corey Joseph's. He is working Alec Burks on those screens. 26-22. 26-22. Now I wish I could watch that instead of calling the game. Crowder drives Sabonis, ducks a shoulder in him, over to Axum, right corner three, no. Dante has not found the range on that shot yet this year. Indiana Pacers turn it over. Thurl, what are you seeing here in this game? Well, I see a similar pace to the game as it was last at, uh, with Sacramento, and you know, always in the back of your mind, you're wanting off the back-to-back in the Jazz played the same pace they did last night, but uh, right now it's uh, it's about getting stopped. I mean, I think they're, they're going to get their shots. We know that getting stops and knocking down those open ones like Dante had. Thurl, if your hand happens to be on the bottom of the microphone, if you could bring it up to the top, that would be great. We are getting a little clipping there from you. Howell Neto comes into the game, fires from the left side, no good. 26-22 Indiana. 
Working the right side of the floor and a pull-up jumper is number three. And that is Aaron Holiday. Now you, you get a chance, just watch our Aaron Holiday, Corey Joseph. They use the rescreen so well. Ingles driving, throws it out to Crowder in the corner. He drives the baseline, bounces it to Dante in the right corner. Swings up top to Neto. Penetrates left-hand dribble. Back out to Ingles. Five on the clock. Ingles drives, ladles it up off the glass. No rebound, Sabonis. Number one team in defensive rebound in the last 10 games. Keeping the Jazz off the offensive glass. 28-22, Indiana. Bogdanovich into the lane, gets the dotted line. Bounce down to Sabonis. Great catch. Throws back out to Joseph. Three is good. Sabonis just spent 11 straight seconds in the key, by the way. 7-0 run for Indiana. They lead it 31-22. Shot clock down, it's 15. Jazz want to get it to 30, and then they'll make their, not give Indiana too much time. Here's bounce pass, here comes Favors. Attacking Sabonis draws the foul. Nice setup by Neto. Sabonis picks up his second. Thurl, at what stage did you see Sabonis' dad for the first time? Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Seems like my hand higher on the mic made it worse for me. Oh. Keep going in and out. All right. Well, then we can hold off and see if we can get that fixed for you. It would be hard for you to talk to me if you can only hear in and out. Ron, when did you first see his dad? When he came to the NBA or did when you see him well, before? When he was playing with the Portland Trailblazers. That was the first time. Favors misses the free throw. You heard so many stories about him and how great he was. And uh, when he was at the Portland Trailblazers, I'm sure he was overweight, but still used his body very well. Great had he, passer. Had he torn his Achilles by then? Is that right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think so. Yeah. Very limited, you know, was not the player that he was when he was with the Soviet Union. Favors, 30, makes the free throw, 31-23. Corey Joseph is in the Spurs system for a while, then went to Toronto. Lob inside to Sabonis. Crowder comes over, knocks it away, and commits a foul. I think I got you guys back now. All right, that's good. That makes me happy. What do you remember about Sabonis' dad, Arvidas? Oh, he was just, uh, he was a humongous guy that had so much skill. I mean, to be able to put the ball on the floor, to shoot a three, I mean, he was so talented. Joseph drives, Exum and Favors cut him off, block it, but it goes right to Sabonis who dunks. 33-23, Jazz are down 10. Got blown out by the Pacers when they met the first time. Shot clock is off, Ingles working to the top. Comes off a Favors pick, bounces in the pocket to Derek. He wraps it around to Neto, rotates to Ingles, back to Joe to the basket, hangs in the air, puts up an awkward shot that goes in. Sabonis throws a baseball pass out, let the Neto knocks out of bounds as the horn sounds. 33-25 at the end of one, Indiana up by eight. Thurl Bailey, have a great halftime show on AT&T Sportsnet. Thanks, we'll guys. join you for the third, thanks, look forward to talking to you in the third quarter. Jazz down, 33-25 at the end of one on the Jazz Radio Network. Left side jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Now Pax Gobert with a spin and Crowder comes over and steals it. Nice play by Jay. Jay will lead the fast break conservatively to AB. Trailing right down the middle. No good. Wide open threes. The Jazz are getting them. This team allows the second most amount of threes of any team in the league. If you can hit them, you'll beat them. 
Collison, stutter step, spins Gobert around. Rudy got back to block the shot. Incredible. Rebound comes out to the Jazz. Crowder gets it on the left side, attacking the 10 misses. Gobert jam follow. Oh, what a sequence for Rudy Gobert. That was the highlight, but the Jazz are down eight. A miss by the Doug McDermott on the opening play of the first quarter, or second quarter, we're underway. The Jazz draw out. Tyler Vance is working our stats tonight, Ron. He gave me the most incredible note. In the final seven seconds of the shot clock, the Pacers are five of six from the field. Four of seven in the middle portion, and four of four, obviously, on their fast breaks. So they work but late in the clock. They are. Nate used to always say score early, score late. Neto right down the middle layup is good. It's Neto, Exum, Ingles, Favors, and Crowder. Here's Bogdanovich, their leading scorer of available players. Down to Sabonis, who's been their best player recently. Hook shot is short. Favors snares the rebound. Up to Neto. Jazz looking to push. Neto pushes well, usually. Top to Ingles. Joe jabs left, goes right, gets into the paint, floats the left-hander off the rim, no good. Favors tapping, and Sabonis gets the board. Indiana, as we've talked about, great defensive rebounding, great turnover-forcing team. Bogdanovich bumping, backing, over Exum with a turnarounder, no good. Rebound Crowder coming from behind is Joseph, but Crowder alertly moves it from his right hand to his left. And outlets to Neto, playing in the purple uniforms tonight. Neto works to the right side of the floor, top to Crowder. Jay swings to Dante. He attacks into the teeth of defense, trying to find a rolling favors. Instead, throws it away, and Neto commits an astute foul to stop a fast break. Dante had one idea of what he wanted to do, and when he got into the paint, he couldn't find the next one. Seventh turnover of the Jazz. Yeah, he thought he was going to be able to make that pass to Derek Favors. It got crowded in there all of a sudden. Well, you're not going to make that pass against this team. You're going to have to make the skip pass because they overload and have five guys on the floor all the time. Here's Sabonis through the lane, attacking favors, misses at the rim. Exum taps the rebound up to Crowder. Crowder stops at the half court, gives to Dante, driving to the rack, misses the layup, tip, miss, rebound Sabonis. He gets everything. Out to Joseph. Cross-court Bogdanovich. Run off the three-point line by Neto. Now attacking the smaller Neto. Trapped by Crowder. Cross-court pass Joseph. He'll take the angle left three. It's good. They shoot their threes when they're open, and they lead the Jazz by nine. 36-27. Quinn Snyder wants a timeout. With 10 minutes to play here in the second quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. 40 years of Utah Jazz basketball. First attempt here for Donovan Mitchell. Okay. And he still okay. slipped a little bit on okay. that. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You want me to say it's over? You want me to say it's over? I can't say it's over. You can come in. He just threw that tap, double tap. The double tap kept him in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, your 2018 Horizon Slam Dunk Champion, Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz. 40 years of jazz basketball. Donovan Mitchell, the second jazz player to ever win the Slam Dunk Contest last year. Ron, Indiana gives the Jazz fits. When these teams matched up last time, the Jazz defensive rating was a 123. It is the second worst performance the Jazz have had all season long. Tonight, the Jazz defensive rating is a 129. <laughs> Ingles driving, off-balance left-hander, no good. Favors offensive rebound, ball fakes a bonus, gets by him, then comes up and takes all the eggs and all the bacon. 36-29, Jazz are down just seven despite the offensive explosion by the Pacers. Remember last year, the perimeter defense of teams 
gave the Jazz problems. Sabonis trying to backdoor to McDermott, nicely covered by Ingles. Top to Holiday, the rookie out of UCLA will rise, fire, and miss. Ingles with a rebound. This team shoots a lot of mid-range shots. Early pick from Favors. Ingles goes away from it, gives it to Favors. Nice rotation. Neto penetrates to the cup. Layup good. Howell Neto. And what is his plus minus tonight? 36-31. It's actually minus one. McDermott. Hard drive. A.B. defends it beautifully. Favors rebounds. Neto pushes. A.B. slow coming up, so the Jazz don't have numbers yet. Neto drives, draws the foul. Neto just pushes, Ron, and pushes and pushes. Pretty much under control there as well. Ricky Rubio had a tough opening eight minutes tonight. Neto's played the five after that. Exum may have played a moment or two at point guard. Dante didn't play much point guard last night. Grayson Allen checks in, so it's Allen, Neto, Burks. And Neto draws a foul on the rookie holiday. And you know what's interesting about this matchup, Ron? I actually feel pretty comfortable that Neto at this point in his career, almost J.J. Barea-esque, can put it on Holiday a little bit tonight. Yeah. Like that he's going to just kind of mess with this rookie a little bit. Well, let's see what happens on this screen because he's going to get the same. He gets free. Gets in the lane. Stutter steps. Terminates his dribble. Sabonis tries to rip it away. It's loose on the ground. Battled for. Still loose. And Thaddeus Young has it. Young comes after it. Kicks to the right side to Joseph. Sofalosha with a nice close. Sabonis at the free throw line. Resets... Joseph, half-court set. Neto, the smaller Neto, is in on Young. Jazz do a nice job rotating, but at least Holiday open for three, missed it. Rebound, battle four, and Cephalosha able to tap it to Favors. Jazz down five. A.B. goes away from the pick. Rotates, drives, gets to the basket and scores. Turned his shoulder with a little rotation to be able to give him the angle, and A.B. got to the basket. Cephalosha had set a nifty back screen to clear Grayson Allen There's on the other side. Screen. Here's McDermott, left corner three, got free and hit it. Boy, that rescreen is really is giving the Jazz some problems. We talked about that on our On the Floor show. I'm not sure we've talked about it yet on this broadcast. We'll try to get to it here in a minute. Here's A.B. on a pick and roll with Favors. Works to bonus to him, bounces a tough pass through traffic. Favors comes out of the corner. Excuse me, gives it out to the corner of Cephalosha. Back to Favors. Five on the shot clock. Mid-ranger no good, but Derek's been hitting that shot recently. Jazz are still down six despite playing very well here. Holiday driving on Neto to the rack. Floats it off the window and in. He is a crafty scorer. Average 19 a game at UCLA last year. The 23rd pick. Went before Grayson Allen. 41-33. Neto. A little loose with the dribble. Might be getting tired. Hasn't played a lot. Inside to Favors. Left hand hook up and in. Derek Favors with a left hand from seven feet out. He's feeling himself tonight. 9.6 rebounds for Favors. McDermott. Bounce past Sabonis. Cephalosha has to come over. Sabonis draws the foul and scores. Sabonis has great hands, Ron. Why the Jazz are not getting what the Pacers are getting out of their pick and roll. They had cleared out this left side of the floor. If you see the replay, you see how clear the, the left side is, and that just gave Sabonis a chance to get all the way to the basket. Wow, Tabo just got a technical foul on that. I thought it was pretty clear he fouled him. Wow, this is a little discouraging, Ron. Jazz, I feel like it played pretty well right now, and the lead has gone the wrong way. Right, we went to our last time out at a nine-point game. It feels like the Jazz played 
very, very well right now, and Sabonis is about to go to the line to build on a nine-point lead. With Sabonis at the free-throw line, let's find out who rang the 30-point bell tonight. Ouch, ouch, ouch. James Harden with 41, and suddenly the Rockets, who are once down by six yeah. here in this quarter, are up by eight, 95-87. He's turned into this, the James Harden scorer now. Harden. James Harden in Washington. They've gone to, I think, overtime in that one. He's having a mammoth night. Rubio driving, hooks it over his shoulder to Gobert. Hide the women and children. He came in high and hard. Woo! Beautifully done. You draw two defenders. 45-37. McDermott, pull-up jumper over Allen. No good, but goes against his own rebound. Puts it up and in. 10-point game. Indiana gets a lot of loose balls, too. Felt that way in Indiana. Rubio driving, gets it knocked away by Joseph. Lobs it up to Gobert, is on the backside of the basket. And he's fouled in the back by Thaddeus Young. In the quarter here, feels like the Jazz are playing much better. They are. They're 6-12. They have not taken a three. Indiana, though, continues to be... Ironically enough, Indiana's 5 of 13, but they've taken two threes. They don't usually take threes. 47-37. Jazz down 10. Indiana's outscored the Jazz in this quarter, 14-12. Rubio down the baseline, hooks it up top to A.B. They're taking away the pass in the quarter, gives to Grayson. He attacks, hands it off to Gobert. He's too far under the basket. The shot clock expires. Ten-point game. Chest pass to McDermott. Catch and shoot from 18. Hit glass, no iron. Wow. Pretty good shooter to miss by that much. A.B. works away from the pick into the traffic. Caught in the air. Flares it out to Allen, who creates some space. Drives the lane. Two defenders there. Goes to the layup. No. Rebound comes down to Turner. Joseph on the far side. Bounces to McDermott, back to Joseph, their point guard. Takes a left-hand dribble, lobs it down low to Thaddeus Young. Defenders all around him. The Jazz defending it, relent, and then miss, he gets it back. Misses, Grayson screens him out this time and draws the foul. Allen screening out after not screening out McDermott a moment ago got the layup. That's team foul on Indiana, number five. So Grayson will get free throws at 525 left. Grayson just drove back-to-back times around once. He ended up turning it over by throwing it to Rudy. The other time he missed the shot. What were your thoughts on those two drives? Did Don't you, have a problem with like that at all. I just think if Rudy wouldn't have been so far behind the backboard there when he received the ball, then uh, he may have been able to get that shot off. But. I don't have a problem with, with, with the way Grayson's playing right now. First free throw is good. Why are the Jazz having such a hard time getting stops against this team, Rob? They're running their pick and roll very good. I was very impressed with the sideline pick and roll. Well, it wasn't really a sideline pick and roll. It wasn't right in the middle of the floor, but it was a pick and roll where they cleared the left side out. And I don't think the Jazz realized it, that that had happened. And they were able to get Sabonis an, an easy two. This is not a great offensive team. They're 21st in the league. Pretty good in the half court. They're average in the half court. But they've given the Jazz fits now for five and a half quarters. Collison bounces to Miles Turner. Mid-range jumper. Good. 
They're a good mid-range shooting team. Not great, though, frankly. They're 12th in the league in mid-range shooting. 41%. So you kind of feel good about them taking that shot. Well, they AB driving, spinning, flipping up a right-hander from five feet out. It goes four and hits the iron short. Here come the Pacers on the run. Jazz get back nicely. But they trail by 10, 49-39 with 4.54 left in the second quarter. High pick and roll is what they usually get to. Over to Turner for another mid-range jumper, and he hit them both. Now they just continue to use Rudy in their pick and roll, and once they get in, in, to the point where it looks like they could get all the way to the basket, Rudy releases, but it's, it's still too late. Rubio gives to Gobert. He wants to take that 15-footer to counter it back, but thinks better. Gives it to A.B., one dribble to settle himself and misses. And Alec now is two for five on the game. And the Jazz are on the skids a little bit now, down 12. Here's another high pick and roll coming with Miles Turner. Last two times, it's been Turner for the jump shot. Collison working off the pick, bounces back to Turner. He'll take the jumper with Rubio closing. He's three for three. Crowd doesn't like it. Miles Turner came in shooting 41% on that shot. He's hit three in a row. It's a 12-4 lead. 53-39, a 12-4 run, and it's a 53-39 lead. Indiana by 14 on the Jazz Radio Network. Four minutes left in the second quarter. The Jazz trail Indiana, 53-39, and the story at this point really is the Jazz' complete inability to get stops against this Indiana Pacer team. Earlier this year, they matched up, and we kind of attributed to a fifth game of a road trip in which Indiana had an offensive rating of 123. The Jazz couldn't get stops in that game, and they can't get stops tonight either. And he didn't get stopped either. He, the one who just asked the woman in the front row to marry him. Yes, we had a courtside proposal. Here's D Rubio, gives it off to Ingles, top to Crowder, left side O'Neal, corner Ingles, drives the baseline, bump, no call, gives to Crowder, big corner three, no good. Indiana allows the most corner threes in the NBA. Jazz have to hit them. That one was a little contested. Joe Ingles is as frustrated with the officiating as I've seen. He gets frustrated a lot. Pass up top to Collison, Rubio's all over him. Jazz trying to pick up their defensive intensity. Pick and roll with Young this time. He'll take the same mid-ranger that Turner took a moment ago and miss it. 14-point Indiana advantage as Royce O'Neal comes to the front court. Rubio gives the top to Gobert. Jazz runs split action on the far side, and Rubio tries to come back and gets it. Does. He's left wide open and unguarded for three, and he missed it. Collison didn't even try to come back to him, and Rubio's one for four. The one. Jazz three of 12 from three. And Rubio... Rudy Tyreek Evans crosses over Joe Ingles, misses. Rebound tapped around. Jazz have it. What happened there, Ron? Rudy had three guys. He was sandwiched between three guys. No way he could get an offensive rebound. Ingles tries to drive. Cut off by Evans. Top to Rubio. Rubio weaves underneath. Has Turner on him. Fades back on the left side. Misses. Rebound knocked away from Gobert, but Crowder has it. He spins in the lane. Falls back and gets fouled. Hit right in the face by Turner. Might have got hit in the eye. Last time these two teams played, the Indiana Pacers shot, had an effective field goal percentage of 59.1. Yeah, they had a second half that was unbelievable. 26 of 46 
from the field. Yeah, well, they're doing it here. Crowder misses. They shot 53% from the field and 48% from three. And here tonight, they're even better. Their effective field goal percentage is 60%. Crowder yet the score. Started last night as a starter, averaging 14 He's, re and a half he's really a scuffling, Ron. He yeah. just cannot find the stroke at all over the last 10 games. Jay Crowder shooting 36% and 22% from three. Jazz first point since the 525 mark. That's about three minutes, and they're down 13. Bogdanovich left side. Started his career with Brooklyn. Kicks up top to Collison. Wide open three. No good. Rebound to Gobert. Rubio, long outlet to O'Neal. Released, and Royce will dunk. First shot in 10 minutes for Royce, and it's a dunk. First field goal for the Jazz in over four and a half minutes. Tyler Vance on her stats tonight doing a fabulous job. Here's Evans, crossover, works to the right side, bounces up top to Young. Young attacking Gobert with the left hand, no, O'Neal rebounds. Some point they gotta start missing, maybe it's now. Crowder on the fast break to the rim, foul. He'll get two free throws after he misses the shot. And Miles Turner picks up his third foul. The big guys of Indiana really outplayed the big guys of the Jazz in Indiana. And the, tonight it's a little closer because Gobert and Favors are 8 of 11 with 17 points and 11 rebounds, but they're not slowing down that tandem. Turner and Sabonis have 18 points on 8 of 11 shooting. Sabonis will check in. Turner will go out. Not sure that's a good news situation for the Jazz for the final 153 of the quarter. I am a pro Sabonis. But frankly, plus minus tonight. They're both even. Crowders splitting the free throws. Is that remin is that missing the free throws the same as the what's wrong with his three-point shooting, Ron? Are those related? I just, I don't know. Guys that have good strokes, I think, should be good free throws, good, good, good free throw shooters. And uh, yeah, I don't think it has any correlation, Robin, no. Well, Jay really struggling the last eight games. 30% from the field, 19% from three, and 74% from the line. So the Jazz hoping that Jay can get it back. And it actually backs up even a little deeper than that. It's the last 11 games where he's at 20% from three. That's seven a game. That, that's a huge part of this offense is Jay spacing the floor, attacking with Gobert and a pick and, and a driving driver, the Jazz number one in the league in drives, and getting it out to an open three shooter. And Jay's just got to start knocking those down, Ron. So what do you think? You think the Jazz, can, if they can play faster against this team, you think more success? Uh, I think the they've got to slow They got. I don't know because I think they've done a half-decent job of keeping him in the half court tonight. They fast break points for Indiana. It's just six. They just can't stop them. You know, I mean, at some point Indiana's going to start, you would think Indiana would start missing some of these mid-range shots, but then you actually look up and they have been missing these mid-range shots. They're in this quarter. They're only three of nine for the mid-range. So well, the Jazz have got to find a way to stop Indiana if they're going to win this game. Well, and they, they haven't done it yet in six quarters. Now, wherever they're getting points from, you're talking about a 48%, 47% rather well, field goal percentage team. In other words, I'm telling you, they're getting to the rim. Yeah. Then, they're, then that's where they need to stop. They're playing. three of nine on long twos in this quarter. Miles Turner hit three in a row. The row is six of the others. Bogdanovich drives, gets in the paint, shoots. Gobert spikes it off his forehead, but right to Collison. 
Back to Bogdanovich. He kicks to the corner to Joseph. Corner three, no. Rebound O'Neal. Great job coming down for it, but he couldn't corral it, and he loses it out of bounds. That's unfortunate. Well, that's twice that the Jazz have come up with a blocked shot that they have not been able to come up with the ball. Derek Favors had one that was unbelievable right on top of the ball. 53-43, Jazz down 10, 126 left here in the second quarter. Sabonis, underhand handoff to Evans. Jazz go under the pick. Evans double dribbles. They don't call it for some reason. Top to Sabonis, back to Evans. He'll take a left-hand drive. Big Euro step to the basket, miss. Gobert comes back for the rebound, pushing Sabonis out of the way to get it. Nice job. Four foul. Rubio, right side, trying to lob into Crowder, but they're going to come from the weak side and help. That's what they do. Now Crowder comes to the front of the defense, bumping and backing in the post, swings up top to O'Neal, rotates to Ingles, left corner Rubio, three-pointers off. Jazz are three of 13 from three. Ingles is two of three. Bogdanovich transition three. Good. So what was the mix up there? This guy is deadly. What's he shooting this year from the three? 50... 2%. Last 10 games, he's incredible. O'Neal drives and dunks. Right baseline, Indiana let him go. Last 10 games, Bogdanovich is scoring 18 points a game. 57% for the field, 52 from three. Joseph, mid-range pull-up jumper on a two for one, and he hits it. Jazz down 13, and Indiana just keeps scoring. 58-45, Jazz down 13, Ingles at the top. Never understood this. Jazz are working the clock down. Indiana's going to get another possession. Ingles, cross court to Crowder. Bullets it down to, fa- to Gobert. Incredible catch. And he jams it. Nine seconds left in the quarter. Jazz have a foul to give. Pass down low. Knocked away. Stolen by the Jazz. And the quarter will come to an end with the Jazz down 11. Ending on an 8-5 to five run to try to make this feel a little bit more respectable. But the story is going to simply be at halftime whether or not the Jazz can get a stop. It's 58-47 Indiana on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz trailing here at the half, 58-47. Indiana's had two days off since their last game. Jazz playing on a back-to-back, making it seem that the rest factor will be against the Jazz attempt for a comeback here. You know, you wonder... Well, does that really matter? Well, if everyone, if there's websites that are keeping track of it, then it probably matters, would be my comment here. Indiana's mid-range shooting has been the difference. They're 10 of 17 on long twos. Pass to Turner. Ingles reaches in, knocks it away. Turnover by the Jazz. Collison just pastoring Rubio. Had a turnover problem early in this game. Jazz into a half-court set. Rubio, Rudy Gobert outside the three-point line. Seven on the shot clock. Nothing happening. Favors going to have to take an above-the-break straightaway three. He's never made one in his career. Still has not. Jazz, three-point shooting tonight. Three of 14. Evans, straight down the barrel. Three is good. The Jazz are down by 14. Ron, this is one of these nights where I I talk about all the time. that We put the wrong stuff in the box score. So... A foul off the ball on Collison. So if you look at the Jazz box score right now, you say the Jazz are 3 of 14, and your first reaction is, well, they need to shoot something other than threes. Actually, no, they don't. 
because on non-restricted area twos, they're one of 10. So right now, the Jazz are 15 of 21 or so at the rim, and otherwise, they are three of nothing. Here's Gobert inside from four feet out and scores it. The Jazz are 16 of 22 at the rim and four of 20 otherwise. Let's keep an eye on that. And it's 61-49. I just wish they'd play a little faster. That's a fair wish. Tyreek Evans in and out dribble, fires and misses. Rebound Gobert. Well, they went to out, Gobert went to outlet and there wasn't anybody there to get it. Royce O'Neal gets it, hands it off, go Rubio behind the three. Got it! They're gonna go under that pick. To about St. George, Rubio's gonna have to take that shot. That's south that way, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you're gonna go underneath the screen on them, he has plenty of time to set up, you know, because he needs time to... High pick and roll, pass out to Bogdanovich. He drives through the middle of the lane, favors and Gobert collapse on him. Foul him, and he finishes. Jazz have made a little shift here in that Rudy Gobert is now guarding Thaddeus Young, and Derek Favors is guarding Miles Turner. Favors probably a little bit better getting out on Turner for that shot that Britton Johnson was talking about at halftime. Bogdanovich makes the free throw. Jazz led by two at one point in time. And that's it. Ingles swings left side to Favors. Hands off to O'Neal. Gets blown up by Tyreek Evans. Goes into the backcourt. Ingles. Off a Gobert pick. Gives it out to O'Neal. He breaks the 45 into the teeth of defense and draws the foul. Well, that defense just collapses once they put the ball on the floor. But, I mean, I don't mean to be rude to our guys, but, I mean, Royce does, won't shoot right now. Right? I mean, they, really. You agree with me, Ron? Yes. Like, Royce is reluctant, is it reluctant to shoot. Rubio is actually sh- playing pretty well recently shooting over the last 10 games, shooting 37% over the last five, making 50% of his threes. But his historical track record says go under the pick. And so you have favors, or you don't care if he shoots, and you get Ru- Gobert, you don't care if he shoots on the outside. Four of the five guys on the floor right now lead you for, the, if you're the Pacers, to pack the paint. Now, the fact that the Jazz, I'm going to take another angle here, Ron. The fact that the Jazz have taken 50% of their shots at the rim in this game is incredible because their defense is absolutely sucked in. Here's Miles Turner for another one of those mid-rangers. He misses it. Play the numbers. He will miss these. He is not shooting 100% on those tonight. He is a 41% mid-range shooter. Jazz trying to run the weave on the outside, but the Pacers are blowing it up. O'Neal drives the lane, gets it now on the left side, drives again to the basket, blocked by Turner. Now, O'Neal just, boy, he, he just won't shoot the three. Five for 26 so he far this have year. Bogdanovich, quick three, no good. Great rebound by Royce. Royce Five for 19. He doesn't have the bounce that he, of confidence, the kind of chip on his shoulder feeling that he had a year ago. Pass knocked away, favors, gets it, then throws it away, and it grabs Collison. Well, there's a great example on that play right there. How Indiana is shifting the entire defense to the ball side. To the point in which Ingles was double teamed, threw the pass to favors, favors was then double teamed. And he tried to get it over to the weak side, but it got knocked away. Yeah, it should have been a lob, though. It should have been a lob at the rim there for Rudy. But, you know, big men 
don't think that way. Sure. 64-54, 10-point Indiana lead. Jazz trying to figure out how to get stops on Indiana first and then see if they get the offense going. Bogdanovich, an open side pick and roll. Jazz switch it. Pass down low to Turner. Rubio comes to double team from the backside. Tyreek Evans is the open man for a layup. Yeah, Rudy went to sleep. Let Tyreek Evans go baseline. Eight points here for Tyreek. Jazz down 12. Ingles bounce pass to Gobert. Gets it knocked away, out of bounds, off his leg. Turnover on the Jazz. Turnover for the Jazz is their 11th tonight. Indiana number one in the NBA, forcing turnovers over the last 10 games. And tonight the Jazz have turned the ball over on 13% of their possessions, which is not actually a crazy high number. For the season, the Jazz turned it over at about 16% of their possessions. So they've been pretty good about that after an inauspicious beginning. They still trail by 12, though. Young at the top. And a foul off the ball. It's going to be on O'Neal. Trying to bother Bogdanovich. Yes, Jay Crowder checks in for Derek Favors. Starting lineup did not have a great night. They're only down 8-7 here in the quarter, so really not as that big a difference. Let's see if Jay can get it going a little bit. Jay's shooting tonight 0 for 4, 0 of 2 from 3. 66-54 Indiana by 12. Tyreek at the top, works the right side. Gobert drops, cuts off Atlanta, he dribbles off his foot. Ingles has it. He throws it on the feet of Gobert. Great catch. Rudy settles himself, hands to O'Neal. Royce on the left side of the floor, sets it to the top to Ingles. Off a quick Gobert pick with a left hand dribble into three defenders. Hacked away by Turner out of bounds. They call it off Ingles. Joe's going to get attacked. And a technical foul. And Joe Ingles, I guess they've heard enough. Watching that replay, I don't actually, I don't know. The crowd's booing. I, see anything that was boo-worthy there? No, I didn't either. I didn't either. Free throw's good. Jazz down 13. Ingles tonight, three of eight. Eight points, two rebounds, two assists. 13-point advantage for Indiana. Collison at the top. Played a bunch of years in Sacramento. Bounce pass to Young, driving, lost the ball. Off Gobert's leg. Jazz don't like that call either. Joe Ingles thought they were wrong on the previous call and on this one. So does Crowder, so does Gobert. Oh, that went off. It did go off Thaddeus Young. Went right between Rudy Gobert's legs. Bogdanovich driving to the basket. Puts it off the window. No. Battle for the rebound. Royce kind of has it. Does have it. In traffic. Able to select, collect himself with a left-hand dribble. Here's it. Joe Ingles driving. Double team. Five guys on one side of the floor. Crowder. Step back three. Got it. Jay Crowder's first field goal of the night. Jazz are huffing and puffing. They haven't got any way close to knocking the door down, though. But they're huffing and puffing a little bit. Collison, lob inside to Turner. Layup is good. But that's a good example, Ron, of how this game is. You Jazz hit the three. You begin to feel like, all right, they're within 10, and then there's something an easy layup for Turner. Indiana's just playing really, really well. Crowder, another three. Hits it again. All right. They huff and they puff. But they're not right now they're pushing against a brick house. 
They need a straw house. Got to stop someone on the other end. High pick and roll. Collison bounces it to Young. He puts a shoulder into Gobert. Gobert puts a shoulder back into him. Young goes to the ground. Young flips it up and in. It's a three-point play opportunity for the Pacers. High pick and roll in the Jazz to death right now. They just can't find a way to get stops. 71-60, Indiana by 11 on the Jazz Radio Network. Who's hot tonight? It's your Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. Collison, stutter step, spins Gobert around. Rudy got back to block the shot. Incredible. Rebound comes out to the Jazz. Crowder gets it on the left side, attacking the 10 misses. Gobert jam follow. Oh, what a sequence for Rudy Gobert. Your WCF Insurance play efficiency of the night. WCF Insurance, be careful out there. Rudy Gobert leading the way. Thaddeus Young, a 46% free throw shooter. Really? When did that happen to him? Wouldn't you think? Well, he shot. I didn't know that this year. Yeah, he shot 50, shot 60% last year. That's this a, year that's is. That's a big drop. This year he's at 46. That's Nick Anderson-esque. Old time reference. 71-60. AB working the pick and roll left side. Finds Crowder slicing. Lobs inside to Gobert. Turner recovers. Scoops back to Crowder. Crowder now penetrates, floats up the right-hander, blocked by Turner. Outlet to Collison. Gives to Bogdanovich in the open court, cut off by O'Neal. Evans is back. Evans now has it with the bright yellow uniforms, his shirt slightly untucked in the back. Down low, Turner, turnaround jumper. Good, Miles Turner. He's got 15 points on seven of eight shooting tonight. In the first half of this game, Indiana was 10 of 17 on mid-range shots. Go. Crowder driving, underhand scoop at the rim and misses. Crowder's trying to get on the rim, but it's not a strength of his. He puts it short, David. He doesn't put it up on the glass. Driving, Evans blocked, out of bounds. Pacers. Save Light Autoglass will donate $5 for every rebound secured. This year's leading rebounder, all proceeds from Save Light Autoglass, Master the Glass will be donated to Utah Food Bank at the end of the season. Jazz down 13, 526 left. Third quarter. 73 to 60 is the score. Bogdanovich works at the top. Picked up from as a free agent for almost nothing. Mid-range jumper. Thaddeus Young, no good. Gobert comes in for his sixth rebound of the game. Outlet to AB. Alec tonight off the bench, two for five. Right hand dribble, free throw line jumpers and air ball. What do you say about that? I don't know. I'm waiting for you to say something because I got nothing and they haven't started action yet. Rubio checks out. He's two of seven tonight. Has seven assists to go with his six points. And how about Neto? Coming to back up point guard here. So Neto comes in. Try to add some tempo to this game. Evans. The top comes off a young pick as they reset. Drives to the basket, kicks out. Miles Turner, ball fakes, now penetrates in the lane, gives to Young, flips it up and in right before the shot clock goes, and that'll be the largest lead of the night for Indiana, 75 to 60. Jazz were huffing and puffing and making no inroads. Same thing happened in the second quarter. And AB turns it over. And the Jazz commit a foul to stop the fast break. Not sure what happened to A.B. on that one. It was almost as though he lost and just lost control of it and then tried while losing control of it to push it forward. I couldn't quite tell 
from our angle. Yeah, it looked like he was trying to, he was going to make a pass and then he changed his mind and was trying to get it back. And Joe Ingles up. Scoreboard tonight as the free throw is no good. We heard the 30-point bell from James Harden. He was one of four 30-point bells in that game. Harden had 54. Eric Gordon had 36. John Wall had 36. Bradley Beal had 32. Wow. Washington won in overtime, 135-131. Indiana, Houston goes to 9-9. and Was there any defense in that ball Maybe 9-10. and 10. Did Houston go to 9-10? and 10? Neto, left-hand dribble, gets it knocked from behind and turns it over. There it is again. 7-0 run. They How must many teach, times have seen they that They must tonight. teach that. They play from behind, swiping at the ball. Pick and rolled. Collison working on Neto, slides by him, lays it up and in. Jazz are down 18 to Indiana. At some point, the Jazz have a terrible matchup here against the Indiana Pacers for some reason. Neto penetrates, gives over to A.B. Crowder. He gives to A.B., rotates to Neto. Corner three, no good. Foul on Gobert. This arena is dead, and the Jazz are pretty lifeless right now. And Indiana just has the Jazz number. I mean, Ron, you go. We lost to them in by 27 the last time. The Jazz have been outscored by Indiana. I don't even have an abacus here. I got it. By 45 points in six quarters and eight minutes. Well, it was the second half that they took control of the ball game in Indianapolis. And both times without Victor Oladipo, and the killer is, in the last two years without Victor Oladipo, Indiana has won one game. And this will be their second. They are up 19 as Turner splits the free throws. Neto. Top to Axel, back to Neto. Neto tries to break the 45, gives to Dante. He tries to drive, turns it over. This is terrible. Evans, the other way, layup good. I mean, it's not that the Jazz aren't making shots, they can't get shots, because they're turning it over on every possession right now. 21 point lead by Indiana, crowd booing. Frankly, with reason. Neto passes to Crowder, who's fouled. 81 to 60, Indiana. Indiana has outscored the Jazz 23 to 13 in the quarter. The Jazz have turned it over six times in the quarter. Well, I need to remind you that the Jazz are two and five at home. Well, they're about to be two and six. Crowder barely hits iron on a free throw. And back out on the road tomorrow. Where they have more success. They got the most win road wins of any team in the Western Conference. 81-61, timeout on the floor, crowd grumpy. And the Jazz, for whatever reason, cannot handle the Indiana Pacers. 81-61, 3.17 left on the Jazz Radio Network. Look out. He's incredible. Big T is entering the booth. And now, and now, now. get ready. Thurl Bailey joins Lock and Boo on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz are certainly struggling against the Indiana Pacers this year. They have 
Played nearly seven quarters of basketball against the Pacers, been outscored by 47 points. Thurl Bailey joins us now to explain to us why. I don't know. Some teams just have your number, you know, and uh, obviously as recent as last Monday, even without Oladipo again, this Indiana team is just precision offense. We're getting the Jazz kind of out of sorts on the defensive end and just knocking down some shots, and Jazz are struggling with their own offense. You know, Big T, I totally agree with you there because I remember in the heyday of the Jazz when Carl Malone and John Stockton was here, there was a couple of teams that had the Jazz number, and if I, if I remember correctly from... The Phoenix Suns was one of those teams that have a winning record yep. against the Jazz. Mid-range pull-up, Darren Collison left elbows good. Pacers by 22. So what is it? What is it? Let's let's get on let's get on the deep offensive side because that's where the biggest problem. They're running high pick and roll at a majority of the time. It's nothing too tricky. Crowder airballs a three. Jazz get their own rebound. Ingles kicks. Exum will try a three. It hits the rim. 83-61. Jazz down 22. So what do you guys, all right, so what is it here that they do? No, there's some other variables. Some of it may be back-to-back. Some of it may be um, the fact that when you don't see the ball go in as much as you like to, as uh, Sabonis hits a two in, in the middle of the paint there, um, you know, the defense becomes a little harder, too. 16-1 to one run here. This is gone from ugly to something else. And they're able to switch one through five. Axum wide open corner three. Got it. Dante Axum for three. One for five shooting tonight. Jazz bench two for six, two for nine, one for five, two for four. As a team, 42%, 33% from three. Same they were last night from three. Some of it could be where the teams fall in the schedule. Well, we played them on the fifth game of a road trip last time. Ingles with a steal, outlets to Exum, and Dante dunks it. Jazz back within 19. Last time we played them was the five, fifth game of a road trip. This time they've had two days off. We've had zero. Ingles blows up a play and gets called for a foul. He's been shafted a few times, I have to admit. He's Joe's got one technical already tonight. Yeah. Thought he was going home there for a second. And Joe's not one of those guys that will fake it either. I mean, especially defensively. See, you're so concerned with guys like McDermott, J.J. Reddick, guys that come off screens, Kyle Korver. I mean, and they're ready to shoot. I gotta love what Indiana did in the offseason. They had a very good year last year, surprised everyone. And then suddenly just kind of added veteran depth to their bench. Tyreek Evans able to play tonight for Oladipo. Picked up Doug McDermott off the Knicks scrap heap, and he had a pretty good year last year, and added Aaron Holiday in the draft. Neto bounces to Crowder on the far side. Back up top to Neto working the dribble. Guarded by McDermott. Eight on the shot clock. Neto retreats out. He's going to take Doug McDermott. Crossover dribble. Off balance. Right hand floater. Front iron. Slides off the side. Sabonis rebounds. And not to mention the Paul George trade. Victor Oladipo and Sabonis, they, they frankly fleeced Oklahoma City as good as Paul George is. Because these two guys can really ball. Sabonis is terrific. And he misses a left-hander at the rim right here. One of the five best in the restricted area in the NBA. 
See, we didn't run the score then. We had numbers, we didn't run the score. Well, Ron, we are 29th in the league in transition offensively as Favors lays it up. And what are we against the Indiana Pacers in, the, in two ball games in the get, half court? I, I, uh, <laughs> oh, you really want you really want to know, don't you? You're gonna really make me look that up? I mean, I can get that for you, Ron. Well, you I'm sure, sure you, you want to know? Here's. Pass down Lotus to bonus, guarded by Crowder, works to left-hand hook, misses, gets his own rebound, goes back up and draws the foul. Relentless. Craig Bowlerjack can have J.J. Barea. I'm taking Demonis Sabonis. <laughs> Who's your guy, Thurl? Who's your guy on another team that you like more than, like, you can't take Kyrie Irving, right? You got to take, like, somebody who's not going to be on a house of highlights. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I have a guy. I have to kind of scan through the teams. Like everybody had the same guy for like 10 years and he retired. Who's right? That? Manu. Oh, yeah. Like, right? Like, yeah, like it's true. now everybody's, now we actually all get to go move and we get to go find our new players. Because Manu was everybody's. Dante pushes the tempo, draws the foul. Ron Boone, you ask questions, I find answers. Are you ready? I'm ready. Against Indiana last time in the half court, our offensive rating was 100 points. No, for the game was 100 points per possession. Actually, in the half court, we were moderately okay against Indiana. We were in the 66th percentile of points per play. We were in the half court every single possession virtually, though. We played the most half-court possessions of any team in the league in any game all year against Indiana last year, last game. 92% of our possessions were again in the half-court. No team's been higher all year than that. And how bad did we get beat? Uh, by 27, Mr. Boone. Thank you. Down 19 here. And the third quarter comes to an end. Hey, Thurl. Hey, hey. You want to spend the fourth quarter with us, too? Say it again. I said, with us two? Oh, am I breaking up? Yeah, you were. Say you, it again. Can, can you spend the court? The quarter? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz down 19, heading to the fourth on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz are down 89 to 70 as we head to the fourth quarter. And Ron Boone, you had me discover that the Jazz played the most amount of possessions of any team in the half court in the last matchup. So during the break, I thought I'd look up and see where we are tonight. We're better. We're at 82% instead of 92% of our possessions in the half court. The problem is, unlike last time, where we had a good offensive game in the half court, tonight we can't score the half court. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and, and the Pacers like they did in the first ball game, really picking it up here in the second half. 53%, it was 11 for 20 in that quarter. Jazz down 19. Corey Joseph gets open because of an illegal pick by Sabonis. Rubio, Exum, Ingles, Cephalosha, and Favors. We've been kind of charting when Indiana scores. In the first quarter tonight, they blitzed the Jazz late in the shot clock. They, in the second quarter, didn't. In the third quarter, they did again. 
favors. Mid-range jumper up and good. Derrick's got 13 to lead all Jazz scores. Favors is five of eight. Gobert is six of seven. That's 13 of, excuse me, that's 11 of 15. The rest of the team is 15 of 45. Doug McDermott jams it. Who knew? Yeah, you, you associate him with jump shots. What they signed Doug McDermott for in the offseason, that is a great signing. Great shooter, not a great defensive player. They're playing with the three, turns it over here. Ingles with the steal. Joe Ingles lays it up and in. His first two since the first quarter. He knocked down two three-point field goals. Doug McDermott signed a three-year, $22 million deal with Indiana in the offseason. So they played him a little more in mid-level exception, right around there. Driving here, floats it high up the glass and scores another two. Well, you know he was a scorer at Creighton. He was close to, I think he might have been college player of the year at Creighton. Yeah, absolutely. And his Creighton numbers are amazing. And he's been a good shooter. He just got kind of bounced around and caught and then yet another player Oklahoma City quit on who's pretty good. Sam Presti is awesome. A 93-74. Hey, how'd Harden do tonight? He scored 50-plus. Oh, he did. Oh, because he used and, to be in Oklahoma City, too. Yeah, and, hey, when you're and they lost. Hey, when you're down, you got to pick on other people. Yeah. Indiana's 93, Jazz 74. Come on, Chuck, with me. McDermott, a career 40% three-point shooter. Those players are valuable. That's how you get 22 million. Corey Joseph, hands to McDermott, bounces a nice pass to Sabonis, finishes at the rim. McDermott was originally drafted by Chicago, kind of just got caught around there, then went to OKC, played 22 games there. They let him go. He went to New York, played in Dallas, and then picked up in Indiana. I mean, just really has bounced around until this three-year contract. Dante, left corner three. Nope. Dante tonight, two of seven, one of four from three. That corner three for Dante which is an important shot for the offense, not one that he has found the range on yet this year. Foul on the Pacers as they move it quickly the other way. Dante, by the way, this year on the corner three, Ron, is, I believe, one of four tonight. No, he took one above the break, so he's one of three tonight. Six of 22. That's a shot well, you need him to make. We have a few guys that are really struggling. Oh, from yeah. All right, here's Cephalosha, corner three on an open look. Nope. Tabo hit his first three of the game season in L.A. It's his first shot. Okay. Here's McDermott, another tight curl. High pick and roll with Doug McDermott. Didn't know he could do this necessarily. Gives Sabonis, then curls the post. McDermott hooks it up and in. Doug McDermott showing a lot of those skills that he had that made him a dominant player at Creighton. He was a bona fide scorer, 11th pick of the draft. We should have him. He was drafted by the Nuggets. Here's Alec Burks, three straight away, no good. Jazz now seven of 25 tonight from three. I think his dad coached him at three. Absolutely. Green light, baby. McDermott turns it over here, though. Cephalosha going the other way, then throws it away, then Cephalosha throws Corey Joseph to the ground, and that's a foul. He <laughs> wasn't even hiding it. Well, All right, here's to... a fun little one on Doug McDermott, since we're doing the Doug McDermott hour, down 20, three. Basketball reference has the player he's most similar to in their career. They have a metric where they look at 
There's no way you'll ever get this, but it's got great Utah reference. It might be the first great player out of Utah. Nope. First great player out of Utah. Daryl Griffith? No, I mean out of Utah. Oh, out of Utah. I think he's from Utah. Corey Joseph puts Rubio on the ground, steps back to the corner, hits the three, and the injury is being added to insult. 26-point lead, 9-0 run. Arnie Farron. Wow, they went back to the 40s. They went back to the 40s. Jazz shooting has two right now as Rubio misses a three. They went back to the 40s. Arnie Farron out of Ogden, Utah is the player most similar to Doug McDermott. Quinn Snyder takes a timeout. The Jazz are down 29. Doug McDermott scored his last year in Creighton since we're just going to talk a lot of Doug McDermott. 27 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. You almost like, you know you're in trouble when kind of things. You know you're getting blown out when you do 5 minutes on Doug McDermott. Indiana 103, Utah 74, 743 left in the fourth on the Jazz Radio Network. What up? What, what, what's happening in the association? It's NBA now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. James Harden. Three-point line, step back, three-pointer, good. First triple from the beard. James Harden gets Byron and Gomez with a left-hand hammer. Ouch, ouch, ouch. James Harden with 41, and suddenly the Rockets are one down by six yeah. here in this quarter. are up by eight, 95-87. Harden. Rock of the cradle, top of the yard, guarded by center hands. He steps to his right, shoots a three, got it. Unreal. Unbelievable. 44 for James Harden. Harden to his left, that wall on Harden, who makes the three. Unreal. Makes the three. He's Unreal. got 54. James Harden, 54, and they lose. 135-131. Jazz have waved the white flag. Grayson Allen turns it over, leads to a fast break the other way. George Niang comes back and hits a three against his original team. Mountain America Credit Union 3 right there. Jazz 8 of 27 from 3 tonight. Donate blood with AREP Blood Services. They need 100 donors a day to help local Utah patients in need of life-saving blood. Don't let another day go by without helping someone that needs you right now. Check out utahblood.org for where to donate. Ron, I've solved the Jazz problems. Last year on just about every game, we did the AREP blood when there was a, as Grayson Allen fires a three and misses. When we did a blood on, there almost was like a blood timeout in every game. Maybe our guys need to get bloodier. So you're saying they need to be a little. Maybe, maybe there's something symbolic. Aaron Holiday bogarts Grayson Allen to the rim with no resistance and lays it up and in. Grayson Allen, who we all have watched in practice, go bananas shooting and not miss for entire practices. I don't know where we were. Maybe there was somewhere on the road where he had such a good practice, I was utterly convinced. That he was ready. That he was ready. I mean, it was crazy what he did in practice that day. In games, Ron, he doesn't make shots at that same rate. Another layup, Doug McDermott. There's that back door. Doug, we have talked about you enough. We have... We have no more Doug McDermott stories unless Omaha, Nebraska's Ron Boone does. Well, he's got Royce O'Neal, wide open corner three. Come on, kid. Nope. McDermott has a new season high now. Well, 
three-year, $22 million. I mean, let's talk about Indiana for then for a second. Might be as deep as any team. Where do you rank them in the East, Ron? Well, Philadelphia's being bailed out on a nightly basis by Jimmy Buckets. Turnover. Here comes Royce O'Neal to the basket. Excuse me. How will that to the basket? Toronto's 7-4. and four. Milwaukee lost tonight, so they're 14-6. and six. Philadelphia's 14 and 8. Indiana's 11 and 8. Boston's 11 and 10. Indiana will go to 12 and 8. Where do you what do you think? I Are think they, their defense is probably as good as anyone we've seen, especially against the Jazz. Can they get home court? But until McDermott 3 good. Oh, McDermott's just All right, Dougie, we'll talk about you more. I promise. McDermott Dougie McBuckets is out doing Royce McBuckets. 112 to 81. Out of Ames, Iowa. Anybody else out of Ames, Iowa who was a great shooter? Georgie Yang? I don't know. Ames, Iowa's Ohio. Is Harrison Barnes is out of Ames, Iowa. Isn't that where Iowa, Ohio, Iowa State is? Iowa State. I'm guessing his dad was probably coaching there. Grayson drives. Step back. Jumper. Good. Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen. When Nate McMillan wants a timeout. I covered Nate McMillan for a long time. I have a deep place in my heart for Nate McMillan. That is the Sarge down there. That's what they called him in Seattle and in Portland, the Sarge. 112-83, Indiana putting on Utah. Timeout on the floor. 4.32 left on the Jazz Radio Network. Every reason certainly seems to have the number of your Utah Jazz. And they are blowing the Jazz out tonight, 112 to 83. 4.32 left, and we're into garbage time. Guys, you have probably not heard of on the floor for Indiana, and the red hot Doug McDermott catches, gives it off inside to Kyle O'Quinn. That's another good pickup, and McDermott slices through the lane. Lays it up in it. This five on the floor for the Jazz has been torched defensively in blowout games this year. I know it's a weird thing, but in Indiana and Dallas, this group has shown no sign they can defend. In Dallas, that was really miserable. George Niang gets caught in the air, gives out to Allen. He thinks about a three. Now drives and gets his shot blocked, draws a foul. Dante Exum's going to come back into this game. I'm not sure for whom. Maybe for Neto. Well, Neto's the one that's walking toward the scores table, so. So Indiana, how'd they build this team? Some really interesting little moves over the last year. Bogdanovich was in Brooklyn, and then they dumped him in the offseason for, to Washington for, Washington gave up, I think, a first-round pick to get him for a playoff run. It didn't really work out. Those actually don't very often. And then Indiana signed Bogdanovich to a contract for $10.5 million a year. A two-year, $21 million deal. And now he's their starting small forward at 15-5-4. and four. Thaddeus Young they've had for a while. Miles Turner they picked up with a mid-first-round draft pick. Tyreek Evans they signed this offseason to a one-year, $11 million deal after he had such a great year in Memphis. Darren Collison was another relatively cheap. I mean, they have they have lived on a bunch of cheap guys that they must have focused on and then 
given cheap deals. Three from the left side is up and in. That's Sumner, I believe. Darren Collison was another one of these two-year $20 million deals. Dante drives, floats, misses. Gets his own rebound. Throws it up top to Niang against his former team. Misses off the backhand. Well, McDermott grabs the rebound. Ron, it's really interesting. I mean, that's kind of the contract that everyone used to say was the, mis the biggest mistake you could make is when you sign someone to the... Uh, for a long time, the fear and belief was if you, the, the contract to the guy above the mid-level was the biggest mistake you could make. Like when you just go a little bit above the mid-level and put a bunch of those guys on your roster, but that's clearly what they've done. Badjanovic 10.5, Tyreek 11, Doug McDermott eight and a half, Dante driving and finishing, Collison 10. I wonder what Corey Joseph was. So who's pulling the strings there, Larry? Or? No, he's done. Corey, uh, or maybe he's a little bit, but it's really Kevin Pritchard. Corey Joseph signed a four-year, $30 million deal. Another one of these just slightly above mid-level contracts. Really interesting. I didn't realize that that's what they had done. Grayson Allen, pull-up jumper, no good. 117-86. to 86. The Jazz getting blown out for the second time by the Pacers. Will lose their sixth home game of the season with only two wins. Was Richard, was, was he at Portland? He was. Yeah. Quick release three by McDermott with five on the shot clock, heavily guarded by O'Neal, no good. McDermott's eight of 13, has 21 points to lead all scores. Dante hard drive to the rack, layup no. Rebound comes down to Holiday. Dante goes to three of 10 on the night. Nate would like, Nate will not allow you to play the game in any fashion other than what he deems the right way. I wonder if I should tell my great, do you think anyone's listening? Someone's listening there. Should I tell and my someone greatest Someone just Nate might McMillan be interested story? in this story. All right, so I'm going to tell the story. So I'm the Sonics um, pre-halftime post-game show host and have a great relationship with Nate. At least I thought I did at the time. <laughs> had a pretty good relationship with Nate. Also had a good relationship with a bunch of players. The Jazz had clinched the division, and the guys were – it was an incredible accomplishment by Luke Ridenour, Nick Collison, Jerome James, Vitaly Potapenko. I mean, this team should never have won. Ray Allen, Richard Lewis coming off picks, and they beat. They, they won the Northwest Division, stunning everyone. There was no way. And they clinched the division. If I remember correctly, they go to Dallas to play, like, the 81st game of the year. And Ray Allen is beat to heck and tired, and Richard is tired, and Luke is tired. And I remember talking to him the night before they head on this trip, and those guys were like, thank goodness we get the night off in Dallas. Well, Nate doesn't believe in that. Like, Nate's not giving you a night off, none of that stuff. So Nate brings him out to play, and they look like just terrible. And they get just blown out in the first quarter. Like, my memory is probably wrong, but like 30 to 10. And Nate's so mad at them that he won't let them have the night off. So he plays them in that fourth quarter. Well, I'm doing the post-game show, and I start talking about how every reason why this team won this year is the essence of Nate McMillan, but that's the bad side of all the good reasons why they won. So on the postgame show, I'm, I'm criticizing Nate. And back cut by O'Neal, 146 left. We're down 117 to 86. I'll tell you what happens to end the possession. And so I'm criticizing Nate. And Dante works to the right side, drives the basket, throws up a floater that misses by a lot. And basically, but my point is, like, this is why we won the division, but this same personality actually needed to take a night off so the guys could rest. 
So I've just had a baby at this point. Nate knows my wife really well, knows our family. It's like five o'clock in the morning and my phone rings the next morning and I answer it and it's Coach Mack. So it's Nate and Nate is so mad at me. He is screaming down, what the did you say last night? To coach, coach, give me a second. Let me, let me get outside. <laughs> so I run downstairs, probably throw on something, standing outside, probably in the rain. I'm in Seattle. I'm on our deck trying not to wake up the baby, not wake up my wife. And Nate is screaming at me. And I'm like, coach, coach. All of a sudden, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I go, what, coach? I'm so sorry. We're in San Antonio. I thought the time zones went the other way. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. I thought it was 9 o'clock in the morning. I'm so sorry. You just had a baby. Tell your wife I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll talk to you when we get back in town. I'm like, no, no, let's clear this up, whatever. But, like, it's the essence of Nate, right? Like, he, it's still that same personality. that was so hot that he called me. He was so mad. He clearly heard from somebody. I criticized him. And he was so mad. Same competitiveness. And then the nice part of him was, oh, my gosh, you have a kid. I'm totally sorry. I know he was just born. My bad. I wonder now if I go back through history if any of that story is actually true. But that's how I remember it. In the meantime, back to reality, which is an unfortunate reality, the Utah Jazz trail here by the score of 119 to 88 with 27 seconds left. Was that story worth it, Ron? It was an interesting story, Dave. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm you glad ate you up a lot of time. I did. And now another three, and it's or two, and it's a lot. It's a two for holiday. 121 to 88. Wow. Well... I don't know if it's a crisis. I don't know, guys. But it just doesn't feel right to lose this many games this often. Well. By the way, I'm looking up the history. The baby was not Carter. I had had my second baby this. This was 2005 when this happened, not 2002. Just to let you know. Okay, so the Jazz now are 9-12 and 12 this time last year, 10 and 11. So they're not far off last year's pace. There's hope, David. Do you agree with me, though, that the I magnitude totally of losses I totally agree with you, David, feels... even before you say what you say. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little hope. Yeah. Um... Britton and Jake join us now. I don't know if you guys were listening just a moment ago to my silly story, but I would just like to, if I could just get my, would you like the facts so I can get the facts right, Ron? The facts are they were in Dallas on the 19th of April. It was the morning of the 20th of April when he called. They were not in San Antonio. They were in Houston before the final game of the regular season. Yeah. I think my story is accurate. They had beat Minnesota on the Sunday before to clinch the division 109.94 and go to 52 and 28. And then that all happened. All right. Britton and Jake, what do you got? Uh, I got nothing, David. Back to you. <laughs> did you guys that... at least get to hear my fun little story? Uh, we did. Uh... I just walked into the studio from so the, being in the arena. I didn't. Did you? I, I heard the back uh, little bit of it. We also had David James up here, and you know how that goes. That does. So he was talking. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, he, he, that's what sure. David James does. Well, I am always very verbose with opinions and thoughts and explanations, and I'm just kind of at a loss. I, 
I'm scared if you're at a loss. I, yeah, because we're we're in real trouble well, because, because you at least have stuff to back up what's happening. Well, I'm, usually I'm going off no, visual. I mean, usually it's never as bad as it seems or as good as it seems, right? Yeah. Um, there's certainly got to be something with this matchup that's unique to the Jazz struggles. I mean, it's really strange. They played these guys twice. Now, both times they've played these guys twice and on the, you know, with a major rest disadvantage. They had two days off and we were on the back end of back-to-back. And and then tonight you look at this. The, uh, we were on the fifth game of a road trip the last time. Um, but that that doesn't feel like an adequate enough explanation. Right. No, it doesn't. Well, answer me this, guys. I mean, uh, in the the pick and roll with the bigs, and Britton talked about this at halftime, how can they hit the same thing over and over and over again with zero adjustment on it? Is that is that an well, effort? Is that I, a scheme? What is it? Well, I mean, I'm not sure I have a problem with that, actually. Um, the, the, the long two jumper? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a 40% shot. He happened to hit three times in a row, and they missed it his next two times. So he still had a good night. I don't think that's where you lost this game. Um, but maybe. I mean. There's a chunk of that. It just, just stood out. Issue. Yeah. yeah, I mean, of, of a game where a lot went wrong. I mean, it's just something that stood out to me. Um, David, you said a while ago a lot of these deep threes the Jazz are taking, or threes that bounce off the rim, they're almost, maybe you didn't say this. It might have been somebody else. No, you, but they're almost like outlet passes, and they're getting down to just high percentage um, transition buckets, or at least transition looks, high percentage looks. I, I think it, that's a legitimate discussion point on when do you pull it back. The, but that, but but all right. So this is this is my I, amen. But this is my talking point on this. Right. So we went eight of thirty-one on threes tonight, and so that's in the box score. And so everybody will see that tonight and say, we went 8 of 31 for 3. We got to pull it back like you just did. We went 5 of 20 on non-restricted area twos. Hmm. So that's not a better answer. Yeah, that's a good point. Right? The incredible thing is we actually got 30 shots at the rim tonight when they didn't respect anything else that we did. So I I actually, my latest thing is I actually wish the box score had non-restricted area twos and then restricted area shots in it every night so that everybody would see those three numbers because I I think that the narrative that you, well, you, we shot too many threes tonight. We didn't make our threes, so we got to take our twos. Well, like moving closer actually doesn't increase our percentages any. Hmm. The crazy one, so Indiana tonight took 40 shots as mid-range twos. I mean, that is an insane amount. In fact, it's close to the most of any team all year in any game. And they did make 20 of them, which makes them then a pretty decent shot. That's a point per shot. Yeah. That's a point a shot. That's, but that's what it takes. It takes them shooting 50% from the mid-range to make that actually a worthwhile shot. And for the season, that's not what they're shooting. On the, for the season, Indiana... On the mid-range is shooting 41% on long twos and 42% on short twos. So they're not, it's not like they're great. They're not bad. They're pretty good. That's actually, that's, both of those are above average. And they hit 50% tonight. You guys can argue with him. I'll fight with him, you know, quite a bit on this. But, you know, it's something for two-point field goals. I mean, you have to get good at making twos. And... 
what I see a lot is Doesn't guys hurt to be practicing good. more threes than, than, than the two-point shots. Now, if you're going to get good shooting twos, 15-footers, 10-footers, then I think you should practice those shots. Let me, let me argue this point because what are we getting at? The, what did we get at the rim tonight? How often were we cut? You, you're saying how many attempts 30 we had? 30 shots at the rim tonight. At the rim. Were they good shots? 21 of 30. We made, yeah, we shot it pretty well. 21 of 30. That's 70%, isn't it? That's high. Yeah. That's high. Yeah, that, that's, that's, Le- that's awfully good. League average on rim shots, I think, is 62.7. So we were good there. According to Cleaning the Glass website, we were 21 of 30 at the rim. We were 4 of 15 on short twos. Short mid-range shots. We were one of five on long twos. So five of 20 overall. We were two of 12 on corner threes, which, I mean. Those long twos are what? What distance? Probably outside of the paint. Over okay. 10, over 15 to 20. Free throw and above, probably. Feet. Yeah. Okay, so do we practice those or what? We don't, but we practice a heck of a lot of threes, and we were eight of 31 on those. So why would practice actually help? And what would no, you I'm say? Uh, 26%. <laughs> 26%. <laughs> I know, but you're saying all we do is practice threes. We're making 26%. I want to know if we practice twos, what we're going to do. No, I'm Give joking. The, I'm trying to, I'm I'm trying to add a little bit of laugh inside. <laughs> I see what you're saying, Ron. Yeah. I mean, look, there's something about people. A mindset right now that that pull-up uh, jumper, that yeah. Rip Hamilton pull-up okay. pull jumper is a bad shot. That, and that, that's where we miss Donovan. Yeah. Because yeah. tell me on this roster tonight of players who played who are capable of hitting a pull-up mid-range two. Great point. God, you know, that's actually, believe Off it or not. Of, that is a great that there's is a two tremendous of them. point. Ricky Rubio can kind of do it. Dare I say and that's Alec where Burks kind of can do it. Yeah, those correct two. me here quickly if you need to. But dare I say that's where you miss Rodney Hood a little? Isn't that what he was good at? Those pull-up mid-range, just right in the paint twos. Yeah, he was good at that. Yeah, I think he's above average. But I'm not. I'm not saying that's going to give us the W yeah, tonight. Yeah. But I'm but just I mean, trying to think of the so last Jazz man that could do it. You know. Let me just t- for this discussion, just because I think it's a good discussion after and it get digging in, just beating up the team doesn't do anyone any good. 